0: Would you like to write your life story in all its epic, awesome glory, or perhaps pen a memoir of your life thus far? Where do you start? What do you do to make your autobiographical dreams come true? Take some notes now, eager learners. We'll show you how to pen page turners. Listen up, literature lovers, for in this podcast, you'll discover what to put between the covers. This is the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast with tips, tools, and biblical truth to build your brand, business, or ministry. If you're a Christian speaker, writer, coach, or entrepreneur, this is the podcast you've been praying for. Get ready to increase your impact, income, and influence. Here are your hosts, the mother, her son, and his wife doing business, ministry, and life to shape the culture for Christ. Tamara Lowe, Zach Lowe, and Jillian Lowe. Let's go. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast. So great to be with you guys today. And we've got an exciting topic. This is actually going to be a double episode because Coach Sham, you've got so much to share on this. I hear you've got 10 tips and 10 book recommendations.
0: I do. Actually, I have 11 book recommendations because I couldn't seem to quite pare it down to to 10. But you know, Zach, you were talking before we started the podcast today, you were talking to our awesome students who are here with us live, and they are in the chat. And um, you were saying that one of the best ways to learn how to write good marketing copy is to immerse yourself in reading good marketing copy, excellent marketing copy. So we're talking today about how to write your autobiography. And honestly, if you're going to write anything, there are going to be autobiographical elements in it. Even if it's fiction, you're going to draw on your own life story to kind of flesh out characters and so on. And the thing that I want for God's people, and I believe that I speak by the Spirit of God on this, what I want and what I believe the Spirit of God wants for His people is that we would all demonstrate excellence in the earth, that we would possess the positions of influence, that we would get the skills required that are respected in the ministry and respected in the marketplace, that we would elevate everything else around us, that we would elevate the culture by our experience of living life out loud as Christians. And so I'm really excited about this topic because. I feel that too many of God's people um, really don't give their very best when they write a book. I feel like a lot of people do it as a labor of love, but there are also a lot of people who do it just to get a book out there. And no doubt there is value in having a book out there, but honestly, I think that it's better not to write a book unless it's going to be a really great book. So we want to teach you today how to write really excellent, epic autobiographies that not just your, your family and friends will buy because they know you, or not just to leave a legacy for your children or grandchildren and write about your life story, but to really impact the masses with the messages that have come out of your experiences and I think that that is is really a great thing to do. So Zachary, we're talking today about autobiographies and I'm I'm a big lover of the whole biographical genre. I love I love autobiographies and I love biographies, but I say they're the same genre because they essentially are. Um and I know that that you've read a number of biographies that you really love and a couple of autobiographies. Well, I brought 10 to show you today, actually 11. I have a bonus for part one. Don't Um, tell again. But maybe you can uh, pop in before I share some of these and tell tell us some of your favorites and what you've kind of gleaned from them.
1: Yeah, I think one of the things that I love about biographies and autobiographies, two things, you know, one is that they, they can actually be kind of easy reading. You know, for for us who read nonfiction and business books or theology books, those can be a little heavier, right? You find yourself kind of stopping to think and it's a little slower of a read. Biographies, I enjoy. I actually really enjoy reading biographies, uh, partly because they're very narrative-based, you know, so they're they're kind of easier to read. But the big thing that I actually get from biographies probably even more than the specific lessons learned like yes like we can learn from other people's lives we can learn from other people's experiences but probably the biggest reason that i come back to biographies is for the inspiration factor you know it's inspirational to see people's journeys and to see the battles they faced and the the mountains they climbed and the adversity they overcame and the the strengths that they leaned into and I do it for the inspiration factor, probably more than anything.
0: Well, what's what's a couple of um, biographies or autobiographies that have really kind of stood out?
1: Yeah. yeah, I think the ones that I I've I find myself reading most are, are U.S. presidents and uh, entrepreneurs. <laughs> like those are the ones that that I find the most interesting. So uh, George Washington, I think, A Life by Ron Chernow is great. And another thing that you get from from reading biographies, Coach Tim, kind of like you were talking about about you know immersing yourself in, in good copy is good literature, good writing. Like yeah. the way that the yeah. a super, you know, successful esteemed biographer like Ron Chernow writes, uh, it's it's poetic, right? It's masterful. So just to again, like kind of, you know, that it's kind of like they say that uh, you know, you are the combination of your five closest friends, right? Because you just put yourself in an environment. It kind of gets on you. It's the same. It's the same with what we consume. It's the same with what we watch. It's the same with what we read. So I enjoy actually going to that kind of higher level, um, you know, somewhat intellectually or or just in in what I'm consuming because it kind of gets on you. You know, you start to um, you know see things and hear things and and then say things, right? In a way that that you've kind of been incubated in. So I, I like reading uh, Ron Chernow's. Uh, Washington um what else I've read Warren Buffett's biography and oh actually a really good one I didn't pick this one up for a long time but Shoe Dog is really good about Phil Knight the the uh, inventor of an entrepreneur who started Nike that's a great one you know it's just really great storytelling a really like kind of fun story Uh, I I wasn't like really attracted to it at all at first, but when I finally picked it up, it was one of my favorite entrepreneur biographies.
0: Yeah, that's that's a blockbuster bestseller too. All right, well, I brought 10, actually I said 11, I brought 11 for you and I wanna show them to you and I wanna recommend that before you write a single word of your autobiography, that you read half of these at least. Um, they're all extremely well-written, and I could have gone back in the time machine and picked a few and recommended them from—actually, I do have one that, that is—it's not post humus. It was written while he was alive, uh, but but one who is who is not on the planet anymore. But everybody else that I'm recommending are contemporaries. And I I love those biographies and autobiographies of people who were 100, 200, 500 years ago going back to the early church, St. and and so on. I love those. But for our purposes today, I want to give you some more contemporary models because you're going to be writing a contemporary book about about your life. So I want to give you some examples to look to. Now, I want to just say that... um, most of these that I'm recommending to you are um, survivor stories. And so they can be a little bit of, bit gritty. And that's okay. That is perfectly okay. Uh, some of them have a nice little surprise, at least for me in it, that uh, the author comes to Christ at some point in in some of these books. But I'm going to go ahead and show them to you one by one. Although I want you to know in full disclosure that I ordered these off of Amazon and I did not read them with my eyeballs. I read them with my ears. So I like audio books. So even though I'm holding up the covers for you, um, a lot of these, if you listen to audiobooks, are actually narrated by, read by the authors. And that's a lot of fun too. And so beginning with this first one, if you get it on audiobook. You will see that it is writ it is read by the author. And this one is called I'm Glad My Mom Died. I'm Glad My Mom Died, which is a very kind of uh interesting title, obviously. And this book, <laughs> this book is is hilarious and it's also heartbreaking. It's a memoir by Jeanette McCurdy, who was a former child actor, and it talks about her eating disorders, addictions, a complicated relationship with her manipulative mother and how she took uh, control back of her life. Super, super well-written, as are all of the books that I'm going to recommend to you. Okay, the next one, the next one that I'm going to recommend is called My Girls, and this is by Todd Fisher, who is the brother of Carrie Fisher, best known as Princess Leia from the Star Wars Uh, series and his mother is the unsinkable Debbie Reynolds and this is this is really just such an excellent book again very well written I thought one of the most interesting parts of the book was how Debbie Reynolds was on really the verge of total bankruptcy but she had been sage enough to buy costumes when they had gone on sale from I guess universal or something was getting rid of its costume and props collection and she bought it for a song like five thousand dollars or something and ended up selling it off for millions and that's how she ended up sustaining herself and i thought that that whole thing was very very interesting okay book number three this one is by trevor noah the south african comedian And it's about his childhood growing up, born of an illegal interracial relationship during the apartheid era. Super, super funny. And also his hustle is quite commendable. Like this guy really knew how to how to get up out of the dirt, come out from nothing. Another very excellent one. Also, um, I don't know, it's probably still on the bestseller list after several years. Okay, number four is called Troublemaker. Any of any of you who ever watched King of Queens might recognize the author Leah Remini, and this one is about very fascinating account of her. Her subtitle says it all: surviving Hollywood and Scientology. Mm-hmm. So um, I I also find reading about uh, cults kind of interesting too, for some reason but um this next one kind of comes out of of that same sort of um same sort of path of of getting out of a dirt poor mormon survivalist family this one also a blockbuster bestseller called educated by Tara Westover and this one is really just shocking the the details of her life are shocking and i'll tell you one of the things that i love about autobiography and about biography is i enjoy the experience of sort of being in a, immersed in a life that i will never know about otherwise like i i won't know what it's like to grow up as a child actor or i won't know what it's like to grow up in scientology but it gives you the experience of what it was like to enter somebody else's world. And I find that very educational. All right, the next one I'm going to recommend is a biography. Okay, so it's it's not written by the person that it's about, but it is so super well written and super inspiring. This is probably... Um, Gosh, they're all so good, but this is this is a favorite for sure. It's called Unbroken, and Unbroken is uh the story of Louis Zamperini, who was an Olympic runner and he ended up being in World War II in a plane crash, and he still, I believe to this day, is broke the record for the most time on the open sea. I believe it was somewhere around 96 days and then it was like from the frying pan to the fire he ended up being imprisoned in a japanese prison camp and he had a nemesis who was a guard in the camp and it follows the story actually of what happened most of the book is about this experience of of him being in world war ii but it goes on to follow what happened both to his tormentor, the China, the Japanese prison guard, and what happened to him. He had some supernatural experiences that the accounts of him on the open ocean are, are riveting, like the kind of stuff that you will never forget. You read it and you will never forget it. But he had some angelic encounters that he describes. Fabulous, fabulous book. The next one is also... A biography. Um, and again, this is comes out of the World War II era and is phenomenal. Now, it is a thick book, but if you listen to it as an audiobook, it, it has a little bit of a slow start. But man, once you get into it, you never want it to end. So this is Beneath a Scarlet Sky by Mark Sullivan and it's uh, the, the um, main character of the book, this is this is a, a real-life book, okay, it's not fictional, although it kind of reads like fiction, is Pino Layla, and he wants nothing to do with the war or the Nazis. He's a normal Italian teenager, and in an attempt to protect him, Pino's parents force him to enlist as a German soldier at the tender age of 18, where he ends up becoming a spy... And the personal driver for Adolf Hitler's left-hand man in Italy, General Hans Liers, unbelievable, full of twists and turns, super, super well written. Okay, I could not leave this book off of the list. This book now we're rounding the bend at, at number eight because this is a survivor story, which a lot of a lot of Christians, you know, the the Bible says Jesus said that it is not the healthy that need a physician, right? So um, a lot of people who want to write autobiographies who are believers came out of some really horrific situations of abuse and addiction and so on. So this one um, really represents that category, I think, of addiction probably better than anything that, that I've ever read it's, it's shocking in its grittiness, but it's very effective and super, super well-written like all the books that I'm recommending. So this one, number eight, is The Unexpected Joy of Being Sober by Katherine Gray, and it's about how the author got unstuck from an addictive cycle of drink, make horrible decisions, have a hangover, repeat. Excellent, excellent book. All right number nine number nine i just this is the the second most recent book that i've read very very good uh new york times bestseller the many lives of mama love and the subtitle i think does a good job of describing what the book's about it's a memoir of lying stealing writing and healing Soccer mom, Laura Love Hardin, who is the author, has been hiding a shady secret. She is funding her heroin addiction by stealing her neighbor's credit cards. Laura is convi- convicted of 32 felonies and is sent to prison. When she's released, she reinvents herself as a ghostwriter and ends up writing for the Dalai Lama and Archb- Archbishop Desmond Tutu, among others, Super well written. And she also, I I read this book before I really knew her story, but the last book on the list is by Anthony Ray Hinton. It's called The Sun Does Shine, and it's a memoir of his wrongful imprisonment serving 30 years on death row for three murders he did not commit. And the guy is a tremendous um, Christian man and was... Even before he was convicted, he grew up in a in a Christian home, and uh, this one was actually um, co-written, ghost-written a little bit by Laura Love Harden. This one was on the um, Oprah's book club selection, another great blockbuster bestseller. Okay, so I am going to leave you with this final exhortation: is do not write again, do not write your autobiography until you read at least half of these books you need to know what a good autobiography looks like and sounds like so that you can replicate that because I don't want your book to be boring I don't I don't want your your book to be um putting a pretty picture on it I want your book to sing and dance I want it to be beautiful and poetic and can I tell you something um Here's the thing that, that we so often try to do is we try to position ourselves in a light that makes us look good, and that's human nature. But can I tell you that shameless self-disclosure is a cash cow. People love a comeback story, and they want to see, boom, 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 how bad you got beat up before you came back up. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to put it all out there. But do it in a beautiful, pretty, poetic way, please, so that we're going to enjoy reading it. All right, Zach, I'll leave you with the last words for part one. Then in part two, we're going to talk about what makes for a great autobiography.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to get to part two and and hear your top ten tips on writing it. But I love it, and I think so much. So many of our listeners are. Go ahead, Coach Tam.
0: I'm sorry, I forgot our our bonus bonus book. I'm reading this right now. When I say I'm reading it again, I'm listening to it. It's read by the author. Super good. Like things that I had no idea that my friend Reinhard Bonke, who is now in eternity, um, I had no idea about his childhood. That that he grew up at the end of World War II, and he was actually with his mother and his five siblings in a refugee camp, and and they and his dad. Was in the German army. He never enrolled in the Nazi Party. He was a he was a Christian, um, and really didn't even know to to any great extent what was going on in Germany. But he fought with with the Germans. So this is um, oh, that is my other son. But this is this is living a life of fire by Reinhard Bonke. And this one you must listen to the audio book because he reads it and he's got that. Yeah, an awesome voice. Very,
1: very powerful book. Love it. Love it, Coach Tam. Yeah, excellent episode. Can't wait to dive into the next one. The one thing that that stuck out to me uh, as you were reading those titles and showing those covers actually kind of double double lesson. Like, yeah, we want to immerse ourselves in the literature and the writing so that we can write better. But another thing is like, look at those covers. Those all looked like best-selling books. Yeah. And one of them that I think may resonate for a lot of people telling their stories of overcoming tragedies and traumas and difficulties and, and stepping into a, a brighter life was that one that was The Unexpected Joy of Being Sober. Is that yeah. the title? Mm-hmm. And is when you hear that title, When you see it and when you see the cover it looks like a bestseller right and so like that's part of it too is that like don't just immerse yourself in the in the writing and the reading and the listening of these books but also look at the covers look at the titles because if you can pick up on that piece of it too people do judge books by covers (laughs) people do judge the book by the title so have a have a a title and a cover that's saying too along with your story on the inside so Love this episode. Thanks for sharing, Coach Tim. Can't wait to dive into the next episode on your tips on writing your autobiography.
0: Hi, this is Tamara Lowe, founder of Kingdom Builders Academy, here with a free gift for you, our loyal podcast listener. We're giving away free copies of my newest book, On Purpose, How to Find, Fund and Fulfill Your Purpose. You can download your free copy right now at onpurposebook.com. That's www.onpurposebook.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast today. Join us again for our next exciting exciting episode.